Welcome to day 29 of The Place of Dance. I'm Michelle, and this is on nature and creativity. Nature and art release sides in ourselves that our social identities don't allow, says John Elder. Body is earth. This is not metaphor, but fact. Your bones, your breath, and blood are the same minerals, air, and water inside as outside. You inhabit an inner landscape as well as the outer. Within Earth's history and within the womb, much has come before to create the unique being that you are. When you feel alone or disoriented, remember that you're a part of much larger systems, alive and changing. How do you honor this connection and sustain a creative life? Sustainability in relation to natural systems involves an understanding and deciding how best to live in relationship to the planet. And I like to think of our horizontal relations within the planet and, of course, our vertical relation with God the Father, His Son, and His Holy Spirit. The commonly accepted definition of sustainability involves meeting a generation's needs without compromising the needs of future generations. Within one individual, this includes valuing the body's intelligence and integrity rather than draining natural resources with stress and misdirected energy. With this in mind, it's good to discern priorities, staying attentive to critical environmental issues such as climate, energy, and water use. It's also essential to address what's fundamental, human actions and the motivations driving our choices. We all have a body. It's the medium through which we know the world and ourselves, the degree to which you are embodied, aware and in balance, underlies your capacity for effective choice making. Neediness and imbalance, on the other hand, drive consumptive and aggressive behaviors individually and globally, interrupting mindful living. Our goal of linking body and earth conceptually is to bring body intelligence into broader discussions of sustainability. Issues of health and social justice are natural bridges. Daily decisions involving food, transportation, increasingly merge cultural, ecological, and aesthetic values. Ethics around how you live your life and what you create are central. Who's responsible for the earth body? Dancing in nature responds to this question by linking people and place, amplifying capacity for carrying through the central dialogue of touch and movement. The senses provide experiential ground truthing for conceptual discourse. For example, as you move from aerial photos of a forest to walking in the woods, you learn who and what inhabits that landscape. Perspective changes, bringing personal experience in dialogue with what you've been told is true, involves a willingness to be present and to feel. It also means valuing your body's experience, enhancing knowledge through direct personal engagement. Yet relationship to place can be emotional. You bond with places you live and love, whether or not you're aware of it. Your childhood bedroom, tree, and schoolyard are embedded with memories, both joyous and painful. Many of us change homes and communities often, separating bonds, 
daily news about the destructions of species and the desertification of land is discouraging. How do you engage with environmental challenges without being submerged in despair or caught in the arrogance of self-interest? Receptivity requires resilience in relation to loss, exercising your capacity for creative grieving. Nature writer Terry Tempest Williams reminds us that grief work is really about opening a door into the future, moving through the phases of denial, anger, and blame and negotiation. You begin to own the losses of your time and move toward acceptance and creative expression. Grieving is a natural process that helps you confront despair and move into larger perspectives. Stripping you bare, it can be a gift, revealing essential aspects of your humanity and clarifying choices. How natural and personal loss inform each other is part of your creative investigation. Every quality found in nature is part of our human body and psyche. The book says that we co-evolved with the planet. And I want to bring that back to God as creator of the universe. So I believe that we did evolve through the creation of Christ everything above and beneath the heavens he has created. And so, yes, as humanity, we have evolved, but it is through God, the creator of all. The range and relevance of creative work is embedded in larger patterns and principles within this earth, from the color and transparency of seaweed to the seeming solidity of mountain ranges. You are offered aesthetic starting points from which to partner creative and scientific investigation in this process, you might just inspire others to find more intimate engagement with the landscape they inhabit. Moving your feelings forward is one of many ways that the arts contribute to environmental awareness. Dancing along a polluted river or performing on the lawn during an environmental conference draws a crowd beyond those already tuned to an environmental perspective. Capturing attention is the first step in moving toward change. Three other dimensions link art and nature-based projects. First, art is about wholeness. It connects disparate parts into a unified view. It unifies, it explores the unknown, becoming comfortable with uncertainty. The creative process inhabits the edge between what is known and what is not known. Art sensitizes you as you feel you also care. You work to save the things that you value. Land-based work, including site-specific dances and installations, engages relationship to nature, including the built landscape and other-than-human species. You can consider six general ways the environment is identified in site-specific projects. I'm on page 229 as it goes through the background for an already created dance. Number two, an environmental partner. Number three, the focus of a work creating rehabilitation projects. Number four, as the site for a community-based project global connector, and number six, as a location explored within a creative process, informing the body memory and imagination for a theatrical work. 
So each of the opportunities require a quality of personal alertness and ethical clarity. A few examples focus the possibilities. Dance artist Deborah Hay created the solo performance commissioning project in which selected artists adapted her solo in various settings, ranging from art museums to gardens. And you can read more about those projects on page 229. And I end with what does it feel like? in your body to be sustained, supported, and uplifted by nature? What creates those sensations in your life? As you amplify that which sustains and diminish that which depletes, moment by moment you can access inherent vitality. You are a whole system, renewable and refreshed. Conservatist Aldo Leopold writes, man always kills the thing he loves. It's time for a perceptual shift, experiencing ourselves inside rather than outside the natural world, engaging an embodied and embedded view. We affirm both life and love, dancing within the earth's body. Nature and creativity go hand in hand, partners on the journey to a sustainable future. On page 230, the place map, which takes about 30 minutes, it's the to-do for today, drawing a map of a familiar place. Choose any place you've lived or visited that evokes strong feelings, taking time to fill in details and important landmarks. This is an amazing to-do project, so I hope you take the time to do it. Consider pathways, boundaries, and orientation to light. Don't worry about the process of drawing. Use symbols to represent areas of specific memory or meaning. Improvise a dance in this imagined environment. Breathe deeply as you move, allowing exchange between the inner landscape of the body and the outer landscape of place. In the to dance with a group, It takes approximately one hour outdoors, standing in a circle, set up an imaginary compass aligned to the north, south, east, and west. The dancer standing at the north is timekeeper. Imagine that each person in the group is a standing stone, both fixed in place and connecting sky and earth. To begin the dance, one dancer runs the inside rim of the circle. Dancing can happen inside and outside the circle, so you can move or witness as long as one person remains available to witness. Engage any of the practices that have been introduced uh, so far up until day 29 to guide your dancing as soloist and as part of an ensemble and also just as a mover and a witness. At the end of the hour, the timekeeper signals the end of the dance by running the inside rim of the circle in reverse. Take your time to finish. Each dancer returning to his or her standing place at the edge of the circle, connecting to body and to earth. Being. Standing still for some moments of quietness and stillness. And in the two right section, Again, taking approximately 20 minutes to actually do this and experience in nature. This will help you as a dancer, as an embodied mover. Sometimes you move, sometimes you write, sometimes you reflect on influences. Describe an experience in nature that remains important to your creative work. Take one sentence, write it on another page, and then 
simply keep writing. I thank you for taking the time to listen. I thank you so much that all of this is dedicated to God and how we can worship and glorify him in a whole embodied way. And so we just thank you for diving into this. And we thank you, Heavenly Father, for the many gifts, the gift of health and movement, mind, body, spirit, even if we can't physically move on our external landscape. We thank you, Lord, that we can connect to you whole body, mind, spirit, and soul. In Jesus' name, amen.